for just about everything for the outdoors. Go to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Okay, we're going we're going hot. All hey, right, guys. Cheers, bud. Cheers. Cheers. It is November 2nd, 2023. Day number, well, I guess it's the first day in Kansas. We did our little truck cast yesterday, but today we actually got into the timber. We were tired. We're going on one hour of sleep each. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, but we made good timing last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I think when we pulled out of my driveway, you know, it said somewhere around, you know, 12 hours and, you know, 40 minutes. And I think we did it in every, like 12 hours. Yep. I think we did too. So before we get into this uh, little recap today, just want to say thank you to all the partners Latitude Outdoors, Helix Broadheads, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Garmin, Buck Bourbon, Buck Bourbon, Prime Archery. America's Best Bowstrings. Don't forget uh, the Garmin giveaway we're doing right now. <clears throat> to get entered, go to uh, the Fall Podcast Instagram page, and uh, there's a there's a picture there's a post that we did there, and it tells how to get entered and everything. So, uh, just want to do a shout out to all those guys and all the the manufacturers and and the partners that uh, you know help us out. Yeah. So. Hey, sp- speaking of Garmin, like you said, make everyone needs to make sure they get in on that giveaway. Like, don't forget it, guys. Maybe, yeah. and we'll we'll even repost it again so you guys can make sure you get in on it. <clears throat> but I tell you what, we're we're here in Kansas Camp. No one's made a name for it, so we're just gonna call it Kansas Camp. It kind of looks like a Garmin commercial around here, but it, it does. I, it, but that says a lot. Like it does. You know, like you talked about shooting a Garmin for years, and now like slowly one of your buddies now two of your buddies now now i see 10 people here yeah all with garments you know what i mean we're yep. like that 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 speaks volumes yep and just so you guys know you're gonna hear a lot of banter you might hear some foul language <laughs> behind us because everybody's just getting back from camp yeah. dj and i actually hunted a little closer to um a little closer to camp tonight so bit. we were back and and uh you know took a shower so we're just gonna rip this off it's gonna probably be 15 20 minutes but uh I don't know. We had uh, – I'm tired. I got a headache. Yeah. I can tell, yep. you know, we're down a little bit. But uh, the weather's getting warmer. Um, 
But we had some good sits. We literally went into an area that we've never, ever set foot in before. Um, I guess I'll just kind of start with my little recap and what happened. Well, let's hold on. Let's rewind it a little bit. Okay. Let, let's let's talk about the the deer that, you know, ran in front of us right before we got oh, in. Oh, forgot about him. Okay. Mr. 150. Yeah, Mr. 150. <laughs> there we go. That, he, he's already got a name. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. 150. Yeah, so Aaron and I... We're on the way down here, we're talking like, what's the first buck we're going to see? And we kind of came up with a, um, kind of came up with a number that we said, well, we're going to see a two-year-old or something like that, you know, one, a tweener or something. And we did, we kind of thought we seen a, a two-year-old working the line, but as we got closer to camp, you know, we were onto the corner and it was, I think maybe you were on the phone and it mm-hmm. was like, dude, look at that deer. Big deer. And, and he was, yeah, just crossed the road and he was, you know, he's working, it looked like in maybe a winter wheat field or something like that. And so he's going away from us, but that cage. Oh, God. It was just like, all right, we're in Kansas. Yeah, we're like, in Kansas. <laughs> welcome, yep. hey, welcome to Kansas. Like that, that is the state line. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Yeah, well, go, go ahead and break down, uh, you know, what went into your second half of the day. Today. So basically we were just kind of dive into an area. There was, you know, we had some pins that we wanted to check out and, Kind of just try to, my, my whole plan was just to find the most concentrated deer sign I could. And, and honestly, I was looking for scrapes because, you know, where the deer at, in my opinion, from what I can gather is like, so in Michigan right now, the rut is cranking. I feel like we kind of took a, a step back a week. Like yeah. I feel like here in Kansas, we're end of October kind of time frame. Like bucks are still kind of, they're, they're, we've been seeing bucks together. Yeah. We have seen some chasing. Some of the guys have seen some chasing, but it's like very much like still checking scrapes. Um, it's warm here. Uh, it's really not going to get cool until the end of next week. Yeah. So, and I, I think that actually, you know, that that may be playing a little bit of part of what we are going to see for the next few days. Because if you if you look back at a you know the calendar week and you go back you know five six seven days, it felt like this here. Mm-hmm. But right before we were coming here. Like they, they got that same cold snap that we did on October 28th and that really kicked things off in Michigan. Like here in Kansas, like it was 19 degrees overnight and yeah. only like 40s for the high during the day. So like they probably, they, they got a little tease of it, but now they're back to like the, that normal warm temperature again. Yeah, for sure. Um, So yeah, basically we're just going to dive into a piece and I had a hub, like just a drainage ditch that I wanted to, to walk and. It took me a little over an hour. I went three quarters of a mile. I just wanted to creep in there, and I, I was staying in the bottom. It's dry here. There's no water, really. Um, I wanted, And I told myself halfway through, I'm like, no, nah, I, like, I kind of got to blow in this area. Not blowing it, but I, want, I needed to find some sign, and I wasn't yeah. going to find it in the creek bottom. So I kind of got up on the banks, trying to keep the wind at the winds out of the south. I was trying to keep the wind in my face. Um, I didn't bump any deer, uh, but it took me – a half a mile before I started seeing sign mm-hmm. and I found an open scrape, um, doe tracks in it, no buck tracks. And I just sat there for like, okay, how do I, should I hunt this? And I'm like, well, there was a pin I was trying to get to, you know, at the yep. inside corner of that like CRP field. I want to get there and I just him hot for like 20 minutes. Like, then I'm like, ah, oh, no, I got to keep going. Yep. So I kept going, found two more scrapes, found a little rub line. And then I found another scrape at the end of the hub, basically. And I'm like, okay, this is, but it wasn't open, but I'm like, it could work here. Mm-hmm. Found a great tree, hung all my stuff, got in, sat there 45 minutes, realized this is not where I want to be. Yep. And, um, 
you know, because my whole thing was I want to hunt this same set tomorrow morning. Yeah. And up above me, we talked about there's a pond dam, there's there's water, and then there's CRP with cedars around it. It's like a cedar bowl kind of thing. And I'm like, I re- my gut just kept telling me I, I want to be up there. I need to be up there. So I just made the executive decision. It was 4 o'clock. I got down, pulled all my stuff down, and went up there. When I got up to the CRP, big open scrape right mm-hmm. there. So then I just kind of kept walking the edge, another open scrape, another one, another one. There were six open scrapes all within like a hundred yards. Yeah. And so then I'm like, this is it. Like they're all open. There's no leaves in them, nothing. Yep. And I'm like, the, the licking branches are tore right to yeah. hell. I'm looking over this pond dam. So then I sit there for like 25 minutes trying to find a tree because I like to try to shoot some of the scrapes. Well, I can only try, I only could shoot one. And it was about, it's about 35 yards, but the movement's going to be in front of me. Yeah. My wind's dumping down the valley where I came from. And tomorrow morning, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be an easy entry. Um, Found a tree, could only get two sticks high, put my platform at six feet, got up there. And I was sitting by five. It only took me about an hour to get up there. And it started getting a little cooler. I had to put the fanatic vest on. Yeah. And, uh sitting there and i look over and i could see uh <clears throat> what i thought was a little doe but it ended up being a button buck comes in kind of messes around with one of the scrapes comes right down in front of me and at that moment i look over in the crp and coming out of the pond dam i all i see is tines and i'm like oh here we go like <laughs> my yeah. like my stomach just dropped i'm like shit here he comes mm-hmm. real tall framey deer but he, i'm like man he's just you know i don't know not what he is <clears throat> not quite there he's about 55 yards and he kind of works up and then he sees the button buck, and he, here he comes. I get him on film, and he gets into 13 yards, and he's a five-point, but he's like, he's probably 13 inches wide. Okay. But shit, he's 13 inches tall. Like yeah. His whole rack, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, you give me one more year. He's He does have some mass, but you give one more year of mass, maybe yeah. I would probably would have dumped him. <laughs> yeah. You, when you looked at him, you, you thought that those C1 measurements are not going to win me a stake dinner. No, no, yeah. they wouldn't have. It did go through my head, though. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That, that, that right there, Aaron, you know, you, you think back of the, the, what the big picture is. We basically did a drop and hunt. Yeah, we looked at some maps. But you look back at right before you dove in there, we, we looked at your maps. You kind of came up with a plan A and plan B. And they, they worked, right? You checked mm-hmm. you checked on A, didn't work out. You checked on B, then you started seeing the sign. You read the sign, you, you set up, and then you had the deer in, in bull range. Like, yep. that, you're, that's checking a box, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you sent me the pin and I looked at it, and knowing how you accessed in there and scouted your way in there, okay? I, I mentioned to you that I thought, dude, that's going to probably be a good morning spot mm-hmm. because the, I could see them deer filtering back to the north. Where, like, in the evening, you would say, well, maybe they'll filter out to the south. And that very well could be true, but you came in from the north and you right. scouted that, you know. Yep. So, tomorrow morning could be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I got to come in from, it would basically be the northeast, which I'll be crosswind, which is fine. But, yeah. um, you know. I, I think like, that's your best way in. I, I, yeah. You're right. That I think that is exactly how I'd go in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, it worked, but... uh this public land thing's a little different for me, and I know it's going to be a theme for the next twelve days. Is like, man, driving around and seeing all these vehicles, and like, yeah. I don't want to. Wa- I I I don't have. A, it's kind of like a fear, but I 
I don't want to walk in at anybody mm. because I don't want to ruin anybody's hunt. Yeah. Like yep. I'm always like I'm looking in the trees like a year and a half old buck in Michigan. Like yep. where you know yeah. I just don't want to yeah. do that and um or, I feel terrible. And it's you know and it's not that you're not used to dealing with other hunters because you do, but you, there's a, a communication line there. So right. that, that's yeah. where like you guys avoid that thing, mm-hmm. you know, but that's why like to me, when I say, you know, having an A and B plan and in one of them playing out and having deer come in, whether it's a target or not and come in bow range, like that, those are the steps. Th- those are checking the boxes as a success, you yep. know, and as the week goes on, maybe you build on that, you know, but like for night one, I get it. It's not, it wasn't yep. the deer you're after, but like that to me, Hey, it checks the box, yep. man. But so what do you got? What was your, you had so, a, a so pull. yeah. So I, I dropped you off and I had a destination in mind. And as I was making my way out to the destination, <coughs> I was basically looking where a Creek bottom where two creeks came together. There was a little open area inside of the, the cedars. And as I'm working my way out there, I'm kind of like working through the CRP. And one thing I, w- I was working hard on this trip is not to overlook the CRP. I've been very open about that, right? But as I'm walking out there, I'm kind of like looking off to my, you know, to my east. And I'm like, why why am I just walking the edge? Like, let's dump down in there, okay? And when I dump down in there, it doesn't take me very long. And I see one scrape and I see two scrapes. And then I see, I see a really nice rub, like a really, really nice rub. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, and I, not that I made a mistake because I still needed to go see the rest, that that was a really good sign. And the sign was there because of how the terrain flowed. You, like it was a low in elevation and it literally is a funnel. Like if, if my, you know, a picture or video could explain it well enough, like you can see exactly why the deer moved mm-hmm. through there the way they do. But I, I move on, you know, cause I'm like, oh, I have this destination in mind. I get to that destination. It's not showing me anything. I have one really good crossing. The, the, the Creek banks are way taller than I thought they were like steep, real tall. And I keep looking at the, the one crossing. It's good. And there's, there's like slide marks on the Creek crossing. There's no leaves. So we're like, you can tell they've been doing it. There's some smaller rubs in there, but I'm like, it just, it didn't have that it factor, right? Mm-hmm. So then I, I move on to another like option, you know, option B at that time because of what, what I, that sign I seen in the, in the beginning, that wasn't an option on my map right away. I had no pins on that. Mm-hmm. I just decided instead of walking the edge of it, like get, get down into it. So I went to the option B. It was, there were, there was one spot that I was really interested in, but there was just no tree to make it happen. And, I thought about it if I could do it on the ground, but like it was so thick and nasty. I'm like, dude, I, I just don't see how it works. And by this time it's starting to get late. Okay. And I, you know, I'd made this huge loop where I'm like, do I just walk back to the road and walk the road back up and go glass for the night? But I kept thinking about that sign I seen in the beginning. And I was like, if I walk all the way back there, I, I preach all the time about not backtracking. Don't like go, mm-hmm. don't go back. And I was like, it's hard you know, not to, yeah, and, you know, but I was like, what if I said, what if I thought my header, what if my buddy texted me and he was like, I don't know what to do. My response probably would have been to my buddy. I would say it's November. You're in Kansas. Like anything can happen. Right. The rut. Just go back there and at least be set up for tomorrow morning. And that's exactly what I did. That I was, was everything going through my head too. Yeah. Cause I was backtracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like I went, I went right back there and I set up. And, you know, we'd been moving for a few hours at that time. We just drove all night. 
and when I get fully set up and I and I you know lock the the carabiner in on the on the um on the on the saddle there, like and I finally stop moving for about ten minutes, I goes, you know what I. I think maybe I'm going to climb down to the bottom of the tree to sleep. <laughs> I thought hard about it, dude, because yeah. I was like, when I finally stopped moving, I realized how tired I was. I was like, no, just wait it out. Like, this is what we, you waited for this. Mm-hmm. You waited for this week. But I, I literally, I think I texted you. I was like, there's a, I even texted my, my, you know, my Amanda and the girls. I said, that there's a 0% chance I see deer today. Well, I ate those, I had to eat those words because yeah. it wasn't like 30 or 40 minutes later. All of a sudden, I, I hear some movement because the leaves are so loud, so loud. And here comes this doe, and she's got two butt bucks, and she works right through nine yards, right through that funnel, just like a, they, I need a deer too. And they had no care in the world that I'd been in there all day, mm-hmm. you know. And We're not in Michigan anymore. Right. <laughs> and it's like if, you know, if the scenario was a little different, if those weren't true button bucks and those were a target deer I was after, it, everything would have worked right. out perfect. Yep. My plan is to go right back in there tomorrow morning. I left all my gear in the tree except for the camera and the bows, obviously. I'll go sit that till 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, tomorrow morning should probably be one of the better mornings until later in our trip, uh, temperature-wise. And I think you and I, we have a plan. We're going to pack clothes to go scouting, and we're just going to go burn it down during the day and just kind of rinse and repeat this process. Yep. Hanging at night, maybe hunting in the morning scouting during the day and until we find the spot where it's like okay i need to spend some time here because the spot i found today you could kill one there mm-hmm. the signs there but i don't think it's the spot it's a good spot yeah. i like it i don't love it yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at with my spot i mean there's a lot of open scrapes but you know for some reason it just doesn't feel right yet so um my plan same thing like just let's go burn some boot leather yeah. in the morning after the sit and then honestly, I'm not above. It's gonna be start getting really warm. Mm-hmm. I'm not above gassing and glassing in the morning, yeah. trying to find a deer with a doe. Maybe make a move. If not, put him to bed and then go in there after him that night. Yeah. So I'm not above that either. Yeah. What? Let, just one question before we end this one. Um. Let's say we go gas and glass, and you know, have a nice cup of coffee, and and go looking for some bucks in the morning, and not necessarily putting one to bed. But what would it do for you if all of a sudden you seen a shooter or two in this area that we're hunting? Not necessarily been able to pinpoint, but just knowing like, okay, he is in this square mile mm-hmm. section. That's all I need. That's, that just, would be that, that would be like that'd yep. be a build of confidence. Yep. Like, I don't need to know exactly where he went bedded down. I'll but find. If he's in there. We're good. I be- just need to know one's there. Yeah. I'll find him. Yeah. And because that's the thing is these next couple of days, and especially tomorrow, we go bur- burn that boot leather. And then maybe in, in three days that we decide to take a morning off and go glass. And now we see them. Now we know all of that that's going yes, on. Yes, exactly. The, the playbook starts getting, getting a little bit tighter grip on it. Tomorrow, by, by tomorrow night's sit, I want to have a really good grasp between you and I knowing what the hell's going on in that piece. Yep. So, yep. I like it. That's it, man. Cool. Well, uh, that is episode two of the Kansas series. So we will be back again tomorrow. Thank you, guys.